Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Navigating the True North Podcast. I'm Tamika. And I'm Lindsay. And we are so happy that you're taking time out to listen in with us today. Yes, we definitely appreciate it, so thank you. Listen, we're going to jump right into today's topic today, where we're going to be talking about guarding your time. Mm, This is going to be a good one. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Especially in the hustle and bustle of life and everyone just being super busy doing nothing. Yeah. (laughs) It's good to prioritize and... um, have this discussion today. Yeah, and prioritize the right things. Because I think it's really easy to fill up your time mm-hmm. with things that just aren't valuable or aren't lasting, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're going to really talk about, you know, how it is to put boundaries around your life so you can make sure you have time for those most valuable things. Because like you said, we have so many things pulling us in different directions that could be a waste of time. Yeah, I think it's really important to make sure that you have those boundaries in place, mm-hmm. right? If not, you find yourself, like, busy doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Your calendar is filled up. Every hour slot is <laughs> taken. Yeah. You're running around like a chicken with your head cut off. And then I know for me, when I get to that place and I sometimes have a seat and really evaluate, I'm busy doing a bunch of nothing. Mm-hmm. Or I'm busy doing things that I could prioritize better and make the most use out of my time. Yeah. Like- so how do you do that? I don't know. Just that's what we're going to talk about today. But we're really going to – I want to speak on something. You know, where where do we get our example from? Who can we look to and to show us how to guard our time or how time is so valuable? Um, I know it's probably very basic. Most of you know that, you know, God created the heavens and the earth. He had day one, he did this. Day two, he did that. And then on the seventh day, he rested. Yeah. You know, and which is really key in life because – I think that we forget to rest, but I also think rest can mean guarding your time and balancing things out so you have carved that time out for rest. Yeah, I agree. I think that Jesus is the best example of that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the fact that even the creator of the universe, like you said, took time out to rest on the seventh day means that we definitely need to accommodate time for rest and... um, in our lives. Yeah, because he can do all things, and even he needed a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. So, uh, you know, we talked a little bit, very briefly, the very first minute of this podcast, but, you know, why is it so hard to guard your time? And I think we can kind of dive into a little bit of social things right now, and how there are so many distractions around us. And you and I didn't grow up with social media, right? and Instagram, and Facebook, I think Facebook came out when I was in college or something like that. And so we're constantly bombarded of ha- t- people telling us how to use our time. Yeah. And it's it's super frustrating because <laughs> it's almost like you're trying to keep up with the Joneses too. Like, oh my gosh, this person is involved in this. And Instagram shows, you know, highlights of your life. And so you feel like you need to dive into those things, even if it's not productive for you and yeah. where you're going. Yeah. Instagram, social media, all of the social media platforms, I think of them too, in addition to what you said, like time fillers too. Yeah. Like when you sit back and you have a moment in your day or you have a place to rest or, you know, the first thing some people do is just pick up their phone and start scrolling through social media when you could be using that time to do something else. And I think I'm learning that I need to put a place have a space aligned for social media. So social media is cool. It's great. It's, you know, you stay connected with people, you see what's going on, 
in um, people's lives and that might inspire you or, you know, whatever the case may be. But I think that there's even a time for that. Yeah. There's a time for that as well. Yeah. No, no, exactly. And you're, like, speaking to my soul right now because I will admit, like, I often pick up my phone when I'm bored and I start scrolling through. And sometimes I have to do, like, detoxing from social media because I become so... I don't know obsessed is the right word because that just sounds bad, but I'm on it too much sometimes. And again, it, it, it's a time filler yeah. where it's like, is this really the best use of my time? Um, what else could I be doing? And sometimes I think about all the time I spend on social media, like I could be spending it with like God. Like yeah. why isn't it natural for us instead of scrolling through social media? Like, oh, let me open up the Bible app and like just read the word and get closer to God. Because it's definitely going to fill up my cup more than, like, seeing this, these people's perfect lives and perfect bodies and perfect this, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't know why it's so hard. I mean, our flesh pulls us towards the things that are just human desires. Yeah. You know, connectivity and relatability to people, whether it be through social media or through relationships, is one of those things that naturally as humans were inclined to. But um, I think the takeaway from that is that we just need to learn how to guard our time, right? Mm -hmm. There's a Bible verse that says there's a time and place for everything under the sun. There's a time and a season, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. for everything under the sun. So I think that applies to literally everything. Yeah. Um, So what I'm trying to do now is maybe just dedicate like an hour to social media Mm -hmm. or a half an hour to social media. And and I can break that up however I want, but like trying to be intentional about not picking up my phone and being on social media Mm -hmm. at random points throughout the day. Yeah. And my husband and I, yesterday we were walking in to get sushi and we had the same, I had this kind of in my mindset, but I was like, you know, I told him like, let's just not have our phones on when we're together. Because it is, it's so easy if there's, like, a break in conversation and it's, like, silent for a second. We just, like, pick up our phones. Yeah. And, like, when you do that, you're not guarding your time because you're missing out on the opportunity and the relationship growth if you're constantly going to your phone. Yeah. Like, constantly looking at a distraction. Yeah, we have a no-phone rule. We, yeah, me and my husband a have a no-phone rule on, like, dates. And then my family, when we sit down for dinner, mm-hmm. we have a no-phone or no-electronics rule Yeah, um, where we sit and no one can have it at the table because that's our time together. And I'm really strict about guarding that time yeah. because I love my family. And, I, you know, I take the time that we have with one another seriously. And sometimes in the beginning, like, my boys are like, oh, mom, you know, it's just a phone. <laughs> And I'm like, no, but now I'm grateful that they, too, value, like, our time together as a family. So they love the time that we spend together. And it's only because, you know, we took the time to put that guard in place for that specific time. Yeah. And they're, like, you're leading by example, and then they're picking up on it. And they're like... I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the true test will be when they have a family. Right. To do that. (laughs) But, you know, not only do distractions kind of fill up our time... But we can lose track of our own time and guarding our time if we're always saying yes to things. Mm-hmm. Like being a people pleaser mm-hmm. or a pushover. Hands down, that was me when I was younger. Hands down. And I will honestly say I'm still working through it. Yeah. You know, when, when an email comes across, like, you know, my inbox or someone asks me for something, I really am trying to step back and evaluate, okay, is this... 
I don't want to say, is this worth my time? But I need to, to prioritize things in my life, like my family, like my rest time, like my relationship with God. And I mm-hmm. say, okay, is this just going to be a time filler? Or is this going to be something that's going to help me grow? Or that's like necessary for me to do? Yeah. And I don't think it's bad even to say, is this worth my time? Like, sometimes it's necessary to just be blunt with yourself and say, you know, it's okay if something's not worth your yeah. time. You know, we only have 24 hours in a day. We all have different priorities and different um, callings and different things that we have to do within the time that we're allotted. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to ask a tough question. Is this worth my time? Mm-hmm. I used to be the people pleaser too. I was the yes girl. <laughs> and I thank God till this day that I got my deliverance in the ministry of no is what I call it. I'm an avid member of the ministry of no, because I'm so serious. Sometimes you just have to say no, you know, Uh especially when, especially when people begin to take advantage of you too, because they know that you're always going to be the one to say yes. To pick up the slack to do the things that people Mm -hmm. don't want to do. Yeah. So sometimes it just has to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a rude no, just I'm sorry, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And and knowing and not feeling guilty with yourself after saying no too, and that's a process in itself. I, I, you know, you've been you've graduated from the no program. <laughs> I would say I'm still in the middle of the no program. I'm hoping I'm near graduation, but I don't think I'm quite there yet. Um, so, like, what I try to do now is like step aside for a second and pray about it. You know, because prayer has become a really big part of my life more so than ever in this last like six months or, or whatnot. So I really try to listen, not just necessarily pray for it, but like, listen to God. What is he wanting me to do? And then let's say it's a decision to say no. It is awkward for me to say no sometimes because for 28, nine years, I've been conditioned to always say yes. That's mm-hmm. how I've that's how I've done life. Yeah. And so to do, do totally opposite, it is going to feel uncomfortable. It still feels uncomfortable for me to say no to something when I have, quote, the time available, but I don't think it's necessary for me to do. Like, mm-hmm. and it, it, So if you're out there and you, you are a people pleaser or you're halfway through the program like I am, <laughs> um, it's okay to be uncomfortable because growth happens in uncomfortable places. Oh, yeah. And um, so... I'm right there with you, so I'm waiting to turn my tassel and you can graduate from the program, but I'm not quite there yet. Um, But I I will say this, when I've been able to reflect and understand what's important and I am able to say no, after it stings a little bit because I'm still learning, it's such a relief that I have that power to say no because I'm listening to what I need to do and what God wants me to do. Yeah, yeah. I like um, I like that you step aside and you take a moment to pray. Yeah. I think that's a huge uh, step towards doing the right thing. Um, <laughs> Trying. <laughs> <laughs> because I think sometimes too, like for me, because I've been, I've graduated from the program of no, as you <laughs> call it, um, maybe no is, a response that I give often, even if I have time, mm. you know, so it's knowing the wisdom between both ends of the spectrum, yeah. because to your point, growth is done in uncomfortable places, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes when we get placed with a task or something to do that is uncomfortable or unfamiliar or not a good time, that could be a place where God is giving us something that will stretch us a little bit to help mm-hmm. us to grow. You know, Mm -hmm. so stepping aside to pray is actually a great takeaway. 
Well, and then there's a, a verse that I'm going to read to you because we've established, Tamika can pull out verses like it's nobody's business. <laughs> to me, I'm like, okay, I got to plan this out. But there's Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. It says, so then be careful how you live. Don't, do not be unwise, but wise, making the best use of your time because the times are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And I think that stepping aside and praying, you're able to hear more what the Lord's will is with your time. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. (laughs) We're learning every day, guys. (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the things that we should definitely have time for in our everyday routine. Like, you know, definitely have time and space for Jesus. Absolutely. For family for Mm self-care and for friends, Mm -hmm. community, you know. And all of those things are things that I personally think should be a part of your some at some point in time of every day. Um, Maybe not the friends so much every day, but... Well, if you find you and I are on the phone like an hour at night looking (laughs) at Fabletics, so that's community. We did not guard our time right there. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously... For me, in the mornings is my time, most of the time with Jesus. You know, people probably think I'm crazy because I'm always talking to Jesus. Like, I'll be (laughs) mumbling under my breath, but I'm saying a quick prayer to the Lord about something. But, you know, for me, it's important to align and prioritize what's important to me and make that number one. Mm -hmm. So to me, my faith in Jesus is number one. So I do that first thing in the morning when I open my eyes, like... After I roll out of bed and brush my teeth, I'm reading the scripture and I'm just having quiet time and talking to the Lord because that, for me, prioritizes the rest of my day and it lays like a foundation for the rest of my day. So it's funny, on some days when I don't get the time or I might rush into something because I overslept and I haven't had the opportunity to like pray or read my scripture for the day, around... 10-ish, late morning, I, I feel that. It, mm-hmm. Something hits me. I'm like, okay, something's off about my day. And then I have to just make a time in that moment and go back and read the word and say a quick mm-hmm. prayer to set the chart, uh, set the course for the rest of my day. So I always um, put Jesus verse every day in, I try to, in reading the scripture and, and praying. Yeah, and I think it, Going back to, I think it's great that you're able to wake up and like read the word right away. Um, but for for me, when I didn't have that quote habit, you know, it, it's hard to start something, right? I think that's everything in life. It's hard to get going. Mm-hmm. So like you have found yourself in a place where you want to do something like that. You want to kickstart your day with God, but you either forget. It's just not part of your daily habits. Mm-hmm. You know, get with a friend and do go to the Bible app and do a devotional together. Mm-hmm. That's how I started to read more because you were like, hey, Linz, let's do a devotional together. So you're kind of, you're kind of held accountable essentially because yeah. you respond through the app of like what you read. And then once you start doing it over and over, you can do it on your own and then it becomes a habit. And as like you told us right now, is like you do it so much, it's such a priority in your life. When you don't do it, you feel it. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the next for me is family. Mm-hmm. Right underneath the Jesus is my husband and my family. And making sure that I'm not getting sucked in 
into each day so much that I don't have time for them. You know, mm-hmm. I'm very intentional about when I do have the time to interact with my family being directly engaged with mm. them. Like when my children want to talk to me about something, I put everything aside. I close my computer. I put my phone to the side and just make that time that we have together intentional, you know, and engage with them. Um, I think that, you know, next to Jesus, that's my biggest priority. And it's also something that I want to make sure I get time in for every single day. Yeah, and and speaking of family and relationships, I always like note this in my mind. You know, the only thing we take to heaven is relationships, Mm -hmm. and that's obviously with Jesus and God, but also our family and friends. Like we don't take our car, we don't take our home, we don't take anything. So if you're not like putting in the effort to have intentional relationships with your family, like that, that's gonna cause like it's not what we're supposed to do. Is what we're saying, and. You know, if you don't have kids, let's say I don't have kids, mm-hmm. you know, if you are, are married, um, do intentional date nights. Yeah. You know, schedule on the calendar. Yeah. You know, because again, we've talked about how our days can get so busy and before you know it, you filled up your calendar, at least this is, I'm speaking to myself, and I'm like, oh wait, I didn't, I didn't make much time for my husband, as bad as that sounds, but again, it's you have to be intentional with everything you do including your time with Jesus, including your time with family, including your time with kids. Yeah, agreed. Me and my husband use a calendar. We use um, a joint email account. Mm-hmm. Like, we have our email account, thedecaders at gmail.com. Now everyone can email you. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. But um, with that, we have the joint calendar downloaded to both of our phones, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have our date night set in there. He uses the calendar to input different things that he might have to do throughout the day. And I do the same that way. I know not to schedule something at a time that he has something in the calendar for. So, I mean, it, it can be sometimes like extra or additional work, but I think it's important to find something that you can use to guard your time, whether Mm -hmm. it's a calendar app on your phone or, you know, a physical calendar. Some people still use those. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, you know, knock on the pen and paper. Uh, I, mean, I don't do a physical calendar, but I definitely take notes on a pen. I don't know if use a pen. Yeah. You know, self-care is another huge one. Yeah. Sometimes we just go. Go, 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 go. <laughs> until we are run ragged, right? Mm-hmm. You know, self-care is actually probably bigger than... Any other thing next to, like, Jesus and family. Well, really, it's bigger than family because if you don't take care of yourself, then you can't take care of anybody else or spend healthy, quality time if you're not taken care of. So self-care is huge. You know, what what that looks like for me might be different than what that looks like for you, but I'm a huge spa girl. Like, (laughs) once a month, I need to just take a step back Find me a sauna, find me a hot tub, a book, Mm. and just go for a day filled with absolute nothingness, Mm. okay? Self-care also includes sleep. You know, a lot of people do not really know how much sleep you need as an adult. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, there is a defined amount of sleep. I think it's like between six and nine hours or something like that for, for adults, And I think it's important to make sure that we get the proper amount of sleep and not just run on fumes every day. (laughs) Yeah. 
Well, cause we, I mean, I'm sure everyone's been there where you know the difference of having a crappy night's sleep mm-hmm. versus like, I wake up feeling like a goddess because <laughs> you've had enough sleep. Yeah. There is such a difference. And, you know, for me in terms of self-care, I, I think a weekly self-care for me is the gym. Like if I don't get to the gym, I just, well, first off, we work at home, so I'm mostly on my bottom all day doing computer <laughs> stuff. Um, so for me, a, a weekly or daily self-care is a gym. Yeah. Like, I feel good about myself. I get endorphins. Like, I'm working towards a goal. And, again, like Tamika said, your self-care can look very different than hers and I. It can be getting a pedicure. It could be walking your dog. It could be zoning out on, like, your favorite show. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But make sure you take time for yourself because if you're not filling yourself up, like, you have nothing to give. That's what you were kind of saying. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Super important. Self-care, I'm, I'm kind of stuck on that one because it's so important. <laughs> and it, it basically charts, like, what you can do. Yeah, and don't, be self, don't feel like you're selfish for doing it. Yeah. You know, um, you know people, you're getting pulled different directions. And I'm not a mom yet, so you can probably speak more into this than I can. But you probably have a lot more responsibilities than me. But don't forget about yourself because, again, you can only give so much of what you have already to give. So yeah, fill yourself up. Yeah, so I challenge everybody to just take an assessment of what methods you have in place for self-care. Mm-hmm. And go on Groupon and get a massage. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Oh, man. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit and uh, before we kind of close up. Also, guarding your time, making time for community yeah. and friendships. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as much as, like, your family is important and having, you know, that center, but... Sometimes you do need that friend, that community to help you grow in ways that that aren't necessarily directly related to your husband. Yeah. And so for me, especially for you and I, I feel like we have our own little (laughs) community between you and I going on. And so we don't just get together just for podcasts. Like that's something we love to do. But we're also intentional about hanging out outside of our podcast. Yeah. We're intentional about talking on the phone. And so, again, a community is a place that you can grow and it can fill you up as well. Yeah, I think that that's a great call out, too. Um, You know, we're even intentional about, like, when you gave the example of you and I, we have a time set aside for our podcast, but we make sure that we also have a time set aside for just you and I to hang out. And we try not to talk about podcast-related stuff Mm -hmm. there because that time and space is dedicated for just us hanging out and connecting and Doing whatever we do, which mm-hmm. is most often talk on the phone and shop on Fabletics for an hour. <laughs> like literally an hour. But and so we were just talking about before this podcast started, hey, is Fabletics shipped yet? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. Well, you know, my takeaway from today is um, really our last subject or topic we talked about guarding your time is kind of like where to put your time in. Jesus, yourself, family, and friends, and to not forget any of those pieces. Because if you ever get to put time into each of those pieces, like it's not going to be synergy or it's not going to yeah. be balanced. You're not going to have a balanced life. Yeah. You're not going to be able to grow the way God needs you to grow if you're missing on spending time in those certain areas. Yeah, I agree. And that's probably my takeaway too. Just being aware of the time, first of all. Mm-hmm. And being intentional about charting out my days. Yeah. And, you know, not being over-intentional, whereas if something gets thrown into the day that I wasn't expecting, that I can't adjust and mm-hmm. change. But 
just at least trying to have an outline, you know, to my days to make sure that I'm doing my due diligence to put in the time into the spaces that um, I have. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much for listening to us today. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at NTTN Podcast. Yep, until next time. Bye. Bye.